0: The Rigor Gambling Feed is back every Monday. Join myself, Joe House, Raheem Palmer, and John Deschepsi for East Coast Bias. Sunday's action recap and our favorite bets for Monday night football. Then on Tuesday, we got the roster diamond show where I'll break down
1: everything you need to know in the betting world. Plus the East coast bias boys will be back on Thursday to help you get your betting card sorted ahead of all the NFL action. And then on Fridays, it's me
0: back with Warren sharp deep diving into the analytics. So be sure to subscribe
1: on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast.
2: This episode is brought to you by eBay motors.
3: restrictions. All plaque. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion. But I'm better
0: than you. And you know it.
2: DMD.
3: Acknowledge
2: me. Well, ding
3: dong. Hello.
2: Embrace the vision. And we want the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been Very oozy,
4: heard worldwide. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide? A proud member of the faction known as The Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at The Ringer. And with me, as always, are my tag team partners. Senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport, and, of course, the super producer, here at the ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. Cal, uh, I, I think you and I need to make a pact here. Uh because I think we need to hope that the Orioles win the World Series <laughs> uh-huh. for the sake of our guy, Hollywood's well being. What do you oh, yeah. think? He's, are, are gonna,
0: we, are, he's gonna no, he's gonna be devastated. If the Orioles lose, he's gonna he may not show up <laughs> for work the next day. It's, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be a rat that week, yeah. It's gonna yeah.
4: be it's gonna be you and me uh for like a week or two.
0: Uh, what, what's what, what's the
4: Brian, what's the hashtag? For For soak it in, soak it, soak in. it in. Mm-hmm. All right, Jesus. I, will, uh, I'm, I'm soaking <laughs> it in. Consider Damn me soaked. <laughs> I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> that's a <laughs> lot. That's wild.
4: Uh, Hollywood. If if the Orioles mm-hmm. were a, uh, if they were a professional wrestler in this specific group of playoff teams, Ooh, mm. who would they be? What's what's the comp?
1: Mm, that's a good, good question. question. Good question. Uh, right now, you said they were
0: a yeah. young team.
1: Young team, lot of promise. <clears throat> Dom um, Mysterio?
3: See, wow. they, they love right now because
1: I was thinking Dom or MJF, but they're mm. love right now. So you kind of got to think of like who's up next. And I might have to go with, I mean, he had an a incredible Saturday and not so great of a Tuesday, but I might have to go with Trick Williams. Trick? Okay.
0: Trick? Trick? Yeah, he, he, they're Trick that Williams. That's a trick? good one.
1: With Melo being a raise.
0: They be holding up little signs. They were holding <laughs> little signs on NXT that said, whoop that trick with the WWE logo in it. Yeah. That, that's amazing.
1: That's,
0: <laughs> it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's a shout out that's to a- g- w- Jump in with both feet. Go right in, WWE. I love it. Yeah. <laughs>
4: they got Ilya drug enough to say, whoop that trick. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's a great, it's, it's a a great catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's a great movement. That's that's the best way to put it. Well, we're, we're hoping the best for you, Hollywood. For, Thank you, uh, You know. My Giants aren't in it, but uh, I'll root for the other black and orange team. I'm, I'm good. With, I'm good with that. Just just go. for your sake. Oh, just, just I appreciate
1: that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> All right. Let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines. And you know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the biggest headlines of the week in the world of professional wrestling. And whoever wants to tag in and let their thoughts fly. will let it fly. First up, Bobby Lashley. Says Jade Cargill would fit in with his group that includes the Street Profits. Mm. Uh, so this was interesting to me because of um, how they've packaged Jade as as you know this huge signing and, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Cal, I guess I'll toss it to you first. Does it make sense for her to be included in any sort of group off rip uh, as she joins WWE?
0: I think it helps. I mean, I'm, I may be a child of the NWA, but uh, I remember one of the things about the Four Horsemen is, is like, especially in the old, like I was first introduced to people like Lex Luger through the Four Horsemen. And right. you know, it's it's a talent that may be a heel, but with the association immediately puts them on a certain level. And I think uh, the, Jade is money. Jay Cargill is money, and and I think she could... It, I don't know how they would package her specifically, because, I mean, the, the Lashley and now the Street Profits are very shirt and tie. I don't know if she's coming into, like, dresses. I don't know how they, like, a pantsuit. I don't know how they would dress her up, but I feel like she could fit their aesthetic, and, you know, you're talking about former champions. She could do a lot worse, you know what I mean, Than than being introduced as, you know... Someone who's under the wing of a of a you know a I'm assuming an eventual Hall of Famer like a Bobby Lashley, definitely a multiple time champion.
4: Oh, he's he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Brian, you you you're you're imagining Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, now Jade Cargill. Is that something that you want to see, or do you think Jade should and probably will kind of be off on her own as she as she makes her debut?
1: I would love to see it just for the simple fact that, you know, one thing you heard about her in her interview was that she kind of stuck to herself, right? Um, Mm -hmm. She stayed with her, you know, go to work, hang out with Ricky Starks, go back home to her family. The WWE schedule is different, but you look at who Mm -hmm. you would classify her with. Other people who are parents who can relate Montez Ford, Bobby Lashley. You know, they're very, um, you know, proud parents. Uh, Then you have Angelo Dawkins. And and, and you can't help but think, well, what about the Bianca of it all? Does this lead to her joining a group? You know, if you want to get that tag division going, why not? But I think it would be a good way to get her started, get her feet wet. She can kind of be like the muscle. And Cal said this a few weeks ago, the Judgment Day, you need somebody to take out Rhea. You could do that without interrupting what you got going on with Bianca, right? right. And then eventually, and I know it's going further down, but kind of bring them together, but I would love it. And and like you said, aesthetics, just, I mean, all that muscle right there. Right. And, just, <laughs> right. And, and you think about autograph signings, you think about uh, public appearances, TKO, just the aesthetic, even if she not getting into the MMA side of things. But let's say Lashley goes pulls up to a fight and they all just sitting in a suite somewhere. You know, because that's how they're going to carry themselves. So she had the baddie section, and the baddie section Mm -hmm. was all about the women carrying themselves a certain way, looking good while being the best. Why not do it this way with a little twist? Damn. And what you could do... Because I didn't even... I'm not... I've not thought about Jade
0: Cargill and Bianca being on the same team at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one that's one matchup that I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm amped for. I, I, I hope I get to see it at some point. Um, but if, because Bianca is, is on sabbatical right now, she's taking care of business outside, you could do a situation where Jade is built as this dynamo with whatever, if it's her business 2.0, whatever you want to call it, and when Bianca's ready, it's like they're supposed to coexist because you know Montez is there and that's her brand. But you know there's going to be friction because only one can be the the person on top. But I was, I think the only thing that throws a monkey wrench into this plan, and if you check her Twitter on Monday. I think Jade may have picked. I think they may have Jade picked for Raw. She was out there hashtagging Raw. They made sure that they mm-hmm. had a big uh, uh, package for Four her signing up. on Raw. Um, yeah, I, I'm not saying that's a fact She could be, you know, hashtagging #WWE SmackDown Friday, but uh it was interesting to see that uh she I I saw her actively tweeting Monday night. So I'm I'm wondering if that's an indication. But they they ran that package on Friday too, right? They they did run a package on, on Friday as well. I I assumed because that was the, that was technically it was what day did she she got signed Tuesday?
4: Last Less- Yeah, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday morning
0: they yeah. made they made mention of it on NXT. i don't think it was a big deal i feel like on friday that was the first time that they made like a real big splash sure. on wwe programming again it it's it's so early it's very easy to to draw theories and speculate what show she's going to end up on but uh her what wh- i like following her activity mm-hmm. and when i saw that wwe raw hashtag there i thought that was i actually got to check and see i don't remember if she was Tweeting during SmackDown, I'd have to check her tweets uh, from over from from last week, but it it those feel like strong indicators to me.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, something you guys said there, which is really interesting to me, is well, well two things actually. One, the aesthetic of that group, right, mm-hmm. and, and let's include Bianca in there, um, is <laughs> there might be three percent body fat total <laughs> within that group, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that's. Like just from an aesthetic standpoint, which would be just phenomenal to look at every week, mm-hmm. but the the built-in story, or, or I guess the almost like I guess a, a subpoint to the second point is the built-in storyline that could happen with a a Jade Cargill, Bianca Belair one tag team, because then mm. as Brian, I think you said this, which is you kind of if if they're the women's tag team champions. Uh-huh that's that's automatic eyes on that women's tag team division right which it's it sorely needs and, and and that's not that's no shade to what Chelsea's doing right now it's she's been you know she's unfortunately had some bad luck kind of I mean, with, with partners it, and injuries
0: it, it would it would help if Chelsea and and Homegirl were actually defending the titles instead of having serious yeah. matches against people that were beating the world champion, but you know I, I I think i'm I'm always waiting for WWE to to kick start that uh women's uh, tag division.
4: I mean, I, there's. I don't think there's a better way to do it than to right. have Jade Gargill and Bianca Belair as your as your tag team champions Fair. for a, at least a little bit. Then Cal, as you said, you know that built in tension with mm-hmm. them, where eventually they'll be a split, uh, and and they can have their match because you know as Jade's mentioned this in, in a couple of spots now that she you know she would love to take on Bianca, and mm-hmm. that's that just seems like a freaking money match just Word. waiting to be made. But if you if you build that within from within them having team together and being former champions, like I think that'd be great. And, and that'd be a great way to kind of start off Jade in terms of just making her if if we're gonna make her a big deal like this, in terms of all the all the press, all the media, put a title on her. Yeah. The like what's put the gold what's, what's, on her. The, what's the hurt? Yeah, and, and it doesn't have to be, you know, either of the the top championships um on SmackDown or Raw. Just put her give her the uh the tag titles and that that gives her The flexibility to be on all three shows, which, you know, is that too much right away? Maybe, but that flexibility, I think would be, (laughs) would be phenomenal. Hey,
0: the ability to be on multiple shows has done wonders for, for the judgment day. So I don't see why you wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to try and replicate that if you've got it. Absolutely. And and
4: you talked about this Cal where, you know, the judgment day could use a foil. Yes. Across all, having a foil across all three shows is super interesting. Indeed. Right? So, I mean, th- that's that's some long-term storytelling that you could have right there. But, man, the more we talked about this, the more I'm in on it. Dude, I- initially, right? I was
0: like... If, if it makes sense. I'm running
4: this. I'm creating this faction tonight on 2K23 <laughs> uh, on WWE. I'll report back with my findings put on the, what they all look like. And put them in the ringer wrestling ring. There you I'll go. I'll put them in the ringer wrestling ring. Uh, I'll, I'll give... I'll put the ringer... Championship, bring a wrestling championship on. I don't know. I'll put it on Dawkins. So, and then, uh, you know, I'll, I'm going to give them all the gold. I'll, I'll send you guys it. a picture later. Yes. That's it. my new plan. That's my <laughs> new plan. Uh, next up on High Spot Headlines Mustafa Ali was to become NXT North American champion before his release. Uh, man, it, he was definitely one of the uh, the big bummers of that list of releases uh, a couple weeks ago. Indeed, Brian, uh, when you hear that Ali was supposed to kind of get his his shine down at NXT and, and he didn't get it, wh- what's kind of the first thought that pops to your mind, uh, especially when you re- were reading this headline?
1: Oh uh, man, it's. I first didn't believe it. Kind of don't want to believe it, just because you know I got the chance. Whoop that trick. Uh, but yeah. It's sad because I felt like he was just getting ready to get started. I know he kinda had like some starts and restops, but that's professional wrestling. You think about a lot of your professional wrestlers, everybody doesn't hit home runs on their first go round. Um right. you know, a lot right. of people forget how long it took Steve Austin to get going. Uh, My guard brother yesterday just sent me a a video from USWA that I had never seen before, and it was uh, The Punisher versus Steve Austin, uh, The Punisher being The Undertaker. He was like, bro, when was this? He's like, wait, I'm sending you something? Um, So (laughs) a lot of times it just takes a while, and I felt like Mustafa Ali, the talent was always there. The character, we were really starting to, I felt like this past year, Sympathize with him in a way where we really, really could root for him. Where if he had merchandise, it would have translated to dollars and cents. So I felt that I was like, man, yeah, it would have made sense him beating Don Mysterio, working down there. But you know, it's unfortunate for real. But uh, that's where I felt. Just man, every time this guy is about to get started, something happens.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of
4: the. matches that and this was a couple of years ago now that lives kind of rent free in my oh. head is, mm-hmm. is Mustafa Ali Cedric Alexander <laughs> WrestleMania 34 the yeah, pre-show yeah just and it, just an incredible I, that was one of the first times I was introduced to actually both Mustafa Ali and Cedric okay mm-hmm. um, and was just absolutely blown away mm. right it was just you know, it was I, I kind of put on the pre-show earlier, uh, just because people were coming over. And like, I, it was one of those things where I was like, "I'm just gonna have it on the background." Mm-hmm. Immediately <laughs> stop. And <laughs> I feel like all all of Ali's matches just happened to be like, like he could just go in the ring. He, and he was go. just he was very charismatic. And yeah, I mean, he never really got the fair shake there. And, and from a character standpoint, at least letting him develop, you know, who that, you know, who that who he was going to be. And I guess this leads me to my question to you, Cal, which is, th- there there seems to be some sort of disconnect between how NXT was ready to use him mm-hmm. and how WWE viewed him, right? Or just kind of the main roster and his eventual release. Like, wh- what what do you think? And obviously, this, you, you you're, you're going to have to speculate here. Like, what do you think yeah. happened there? Because it, uh, if you read more about the Mustafa Ali situation, it sounds like NXT had created for him damn near through WrestleMania.
0: Right, 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 and
4: all of a sudden, this dude's just cut out of the mm-hmm. picture.
0: What, what, what do you think happened? I'm um, one because uh, you have to you have to take into account two things, right? Like obviously, one hand not knowing what the other's doing, and and I think that's I'm going to assume that that means that the roster cuts were mainly WWE brass head of that. You know what I'm saying? Like WWE, whoever is 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 knowledgeable about what's going to be going on in the next couple of years, did not see these people as a part of that that outlook, which probably means that whatever NXT was cooking, Triple H, whoever, they may not have been aware of this at all because they obviously didn't think that there was going to be anything that was going to be worth Ali coming back to the main roster, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Meanwhile, they've got this North American title run and, the, you know, we're, we're talking another five, six months before, uh, you know, they'd be done with whatever they'd be doing with them. So, you know, it, it's, I, I think it may, it, they had to do some type of cuts clearly because of the uh, TKO group deal. Um, it's very unfortunate. Um, I feel What NXT, and we've talked about it so many times, you know, uh, 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 over the last uh, couple of months, where what NXT is able to do with main roster talent, you're seeing it with Baron Corbin, you're seeing it with Becky Lynch, you see a lot of the people who are coming down, they're... Judgment Day is all over at the end of the show. We'll be talking about it a little later. That show's going to damn near be looking like Raw and SmackDown are having a super show on NXT next week. Uh, and, if, <laughs> and, and it's not mm-hmm. like... And they're not doing it... I mean, of course it can feel stunty, but they're weaving storyline. It's not, it's not like what's happening in NXT is on some island totally away from main roster. They're taking what's going on in SmackDown. They're bringing that beef to NXT, and then they're going to go back and build from it while incorporating NXT stars. I think uh, if the, if they could have been looking at each other's notes, maybe they could have seen it. Oh, there's a way to slot <laughs> Ali in like a Intercontinental Championship uh, run or something like that. Closer, you know, after WrestleMania comes or something like that. There's probably a lot that could have happened if they were able to you know, or have those conversations. Whatever Google Docs people are working, you got to share with them. But uh, you know, it, it's too late for that. My only hope is that Ali is able to land somewhere because if you see that video of him cooking in uh the gym when it's not pro wrestling time on TV, oh yeah, it's 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 yeah. it's, it's turned up to eleven. So some 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 federation is going to get a fully cooked star when Ali steps to them and says, you know, I'm down to work the next couple of months.
4: I mean that's a great that's a great point and makes me wonder like where where does he fit best next is I it AEW is dude, it Impact
0: he if is it he some goes sort on, of New it, Japan situation I I I think he could probably go to Impact and I think the thought would be because he was someone who was in WWE for so long, it would be able to translate. But I don't think he could do what like a Trinity's doing down there right now because he was never able to be a big enough star mm-hmm. in WWE. Not saying it won't work, but I feel like he, if he's able to get into certain title pictures over on AEW would work. I think New Japan, New Japan Strong, those might be a great way. If he were to want to go to like CMLL or something, I feel like he could probably, you know, bang with some of those cats too. It, it's really where, uh, what, what federation feels like they could take him to that next level.
4: I don't know. You, you're not into, I could see him and Alex Shelley putting uh, on a banger for the maybe. Impact World
0: title. I, I, don't know, I the, the matches are going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Are, are they going to look at him as someone to invest in? Because, I, again, right. a lot of people, they're trying to look for... You're going to need a return. They're getting that return with Trinity right now. Just, that women's division down there, Nikki yeah. James is getting in the mix and everything. Can Mustafa Ali do the same thing down there? I'm not 100% sure. Just because of the way WWE, I mean, unfortunately, miss mishandled, you know, his potential, in in my
1: opinion. I just don't see him being somebody who's going to bring eyeballs to advertisers, Mm. you know, and that's what, like, like you said, Trinity, yes, but I don't see people, I see that initial buzz, him going to impact, or even AEW, that initial buzz, but I think, like, Ali's just somebody, if we be real, who's a great hand, somebody you need on your roster, somebody who can work, but I haven't seen him go to that next level of being a big ticket draw or even the mid-card ticket draw. Like, if you go to a show right. and you say, all right, I'm going to see Jay Uso in the main event, but I'm going to see Gunther also. That's a ticket. You know, right. that's your second mm-hmm. ticket. I don't see Ali there yet. I hope I'm wrong. But, and I feel like if he was to go to NXT, I mean, uh, if he was to go to Impact, that's what I would be kind of looking for. If I'm an investor, but I'm not going to break the bank on them like they did a Christian sure. Cage back in right. the uh, early 2000s.
0: But I think you, you, I think you would still want to try and do something because I, I, I feel like. I, I, I hate saying untapped potential because, I mean, he he was able to get on the mic and I feel like he he when when there was something interesting for him to talk about. I, I feel like he's, you know, a, a, a strong promo. I don't think he was blowing a roof off, but he could handle talking back and forth with someone to set up a match. um I, I just feel like creatively he was no, it, there was nothing. That, I don't think they were ever, ever able to really figure out how to push him. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully he's able to do that.
4: I'm holding out hope that uh, this is all just a long play to bring back Retribution.
0: <laughs> mm. I'm just kidding.
4: That, that what an awful, awful what if idea. It was the, <laughs> what,
0: what if they came back the mask on and everything? They're ripping up the ring and shit. Yeah, Retribution three. That actually
4: 0, be that would actually be low key hilarious. If they're like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is just be, all
0: the way to it'd be funny.
4: I mean, you know, uh, they got they got Jack down there. You know, they, that's yeah. that's you could bring back him. Bring back Mace. Gotta, include you have include to bring my, back Mace. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Monsour. just oh. just make that you know the new uh, new retribution. All right, last one here on iSpot Headlines. Adam Copeland says, "My perfect world is that I end my career with Christian." I'm, I'm using uh, Christian's stage name here. Yeah, um, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he he said Jay he didn't say uh, Jay's last name. Jay Re, Jay Re, Reso? Russo Russo. Jay Russo. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, Cage. Uh, I, I'm going to throw it to you, Cal, because I I know <laughs> this is this is this is a, this is a nostalgia freaks special. <laughs> uh, the thought of Adam Copeland and Christian Cage uh, being back together as a tag team. Obviously, they're on opposite ends right now. Yes. Uh, of of what's going to be probably a little bit of a feud, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of matches that are sitting there for them, both oh, yeah. against each other, with each other. As uh, as anti-nostalgia <laughs> freaks as you are, is there any part of you that wants to see it, if, if, if Adam Coleman's going to go out soon, that this is just kind of a nice way for him to do it, just kind of put a bow on the whole thing?
0: Right. I think... I well, I'll say this. I and this is the one I, I in following everything that's been going on with Adam Copeland, uh, from I, I saw one headline say it was the worst kept secret in pro wrestling. So like everybody knew what was happening. All Sunday was the only thing you could read about. So it, it wasn't like a shock at the end of it. Um but part of that for me was because I feel like we just went through, like they just had what was it, 25 years of Edge was just a celebration back in August. He had what was built to be like the final uh, WWE match. He had a match with Sheamus. A lot of people loved it. Um, And obviously, after that, the conversation heated up about when he, not if, but when he was going to AEW. But I felt like I got the... Edge is done. And this is after three years of him wrestling everybody. He was pivotal to the start of Judgment Day. He was wrestling. He, he was doing it all. The, the greatest wrestling match of all time, all that stuff, whatever you want to talk about. So it feels weird to then, like, a month and some change later, oh, my God, here he is. He's a full-timer. He, here's 15 people I want to wrestle. I'm wrestling well, next week. I'm going to be on Saturday. I get it. I understand it. And I, and the thing is, they need it. They need after, yeah. after the CM Punk he he's probably going to be able to do what they what they wanted to do with CM Punk but more and I think part of that's because he was just he was just all over Peacock he was just all over WWE programming and he's a name that clearly has stemmed, has however much juice left to get through the rest the the, the the end of his career so I I'm ready for it to end and I'm glad that, and this is the key, I'm glad that Christian Cage is so on fire right now. He's
4: so freaking it, good. So it's, good. It's
0: going to be so the, the inference, it, I believe, uh, the only thing I've been seeing people tweet is that Edge never met his dad, so I can't wait for that conversation to come out on television because that's all Christian Cage is. <laughs> Christian Cage's whole thing is your oh. father's dead, your father's <laughs> dead, your father's <laughs> dead, so that's uh, automatically, I'm waiting to see what Christian's going to say <laughs> about that, but the Christian is—he may be better than he should be right now. There's something about this stage in his career because he was good at his last stage in WWE. So I—I I feel like the matches may actually end up being better because a Christian Cage is—is—is is, is doing great. Pro his character right work, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and B—that's his man. So he's, they're gonna have, if Edge is gonna be done, which I'm assuming after this AEW run, he's gonna be done, they're gonna make sure that they put an amazing, as, as great of a bow as they can on Edge's career, mm-hmm. on their storyline, on their pro wrestling uh, relationship, and all that stuff. Like, I, I'm, Damn, I wanted to give it a number. Like I'm I'm like 60% excited because and all of that's coming from what Christian Cage is gonna do to this man. And mm-hmm. and the way they're gonna be able to end this. I know they're gonna they're gonna do what they wanna do. But the other like I, I'm I you think you know him. Like I I I I I don't care. the, the music was there. I'm glad y'all got the pop. I love it. I can't <laughs> wait to see him have to sell for Luchasaurus and stuff. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting run, but I'm I'm really just hyped to see Christian Cage stomp his head in if I'm being real with you.
4: That's a great point. man, I didn't even think about how deep he's gonna cut with the parent stuff because oh, yeah. I feel like Christian's has been ramping up where you're mm-hmm. like every time he calls out somebody's parents, you're like, oh geez, but he's gonna try to cut deep if with you Adam to the point where I feel like, go, I feel go like Adam's kids are going to be like What's wrong with Uncle Jay, man? Yeah, no facts.
0: <laughs> you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get moments on Dynamite or Collision or whatever where Beth Phoenix is going to be there, the kids are going to be there, and Cage is going to point at him. Look at what I'm doing to your father. Where's your grandfather? Yeah. Like the, all of that's going to come up. It has to. It has.
4: To. Oh man, I, <laughs> that's going to be fantastic, Brian. As a uh, as a fellow nostalgia freaks member, mm-hmm. um. And, sure. and uh, as Cal said, you know what Adam's going to be end up end up doing is probably the role that they envisioned for Punk, which is to, as well as perform and kind of be that big name on screen, is just kind of coach behind the scenes and kind of build up the next generation. Now, with the is is there anything left that you want to see him and Christian do specifically, or are you hoping that this is just some sort of, some sort of big feud up front? And then they kind of, again, divert paths and kind of do their own thing as, as, as you know, Adam Copeland's career winds down.
1: Um, I think what I would love to see them do is main event, one of AEW's big pay-per-views for the world title. We've never seen them in a mm. world title feud. We were supposed to get that, at least we assume we was, in 2011 before Edge went down. Yep. With WWE bringing this heat, that we're all loving like we can pick sides sure that's fine but at the end of the day we as pro wrestling fans are winning yes. this yeah. has the potential to finally give AEW that storyline that can cross over mm-hmm. i just said earlier mm-hmm. christian was a guy who came and made an impact when he joined tna and kind of shook up the yeah. ground and it, and it helped not only us, but also WWE see him in a different light. Mm-hmm. That's why he was able to come yep. back and become a world champion. Yep. You mean tell me that let's be real with MJF I get like he talks about his love for pro wrestling, but we're coming up on a year now. Uh Audience ain't really grown that much. We can Play like it. him, but if we really want to have our honesty, Play a lot of his promos are the same thing. Oh shit, talking. Clip it. Clip it fans, clip it. And, and I just did that. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. It's the, mm-hmm. same, the, um, the same the same same cadence. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adam Copeland and Christian Cage, they got range. And yes. we've seen call. every everybody who's a Christian fan is seeing what we always believe we should have been seeing in Mm. WWE, throughout that run on SmackDown, you know, and and we felt like he should have been the one that should have been champion and Orton should have been chasing. So you put him in with his best friend? Come on now. That's what your AEW World Championship feud should look like. And let them show the locker room, this is how you hold a feud together. You know, because let's face it, like Chris Jericho, yeah, he did that. But Jericho's always going Jericho. He's going to be like, "Uh." but you know what? I'm going to get this money, right? I always right. felt and I saying he's a bad mentor, but based on like what I've seen, I've always watched like Edge and I watched how he was with Hawkins and Ryder and just watching yeah. how, you know, even with the judgment day, just kind of getting them started. Yes. Now, of course, they had to pivot. So. And that's what we see on screen. So imagine what's happening behind the scenes. This is exactly. the food I want to see, put it in for a world title and let them show everybody how to cook. And then we can really talk about if there's a war between AEW and NXT.
0: Oh, it's, it's a it's a war going on outside. But let me ask a question, because <laughs> and this this may this may stray a little bit from the path, Ben. I'm sorry, but at no, coming, no, you're good. Coming out of Wrestle Dream, the other person that a lot of people were talking about were Swerve Strickland. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 match with Adam Page, uh, uh, at least based off. I mean, he was hometown, but it sounds like the reaction was huge. And there are people calling it. I've heard the term superstar, uh, and I've seen people say future AEW World Champion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it is or is not but I'm wondering, like, because th- those are two totally different paths, and and I'm assuming that. One of them is gonna have to gun for MJF at some point. What do you guys I mean, it may sound silly, but I don't know what Tony Khan's where his, his brain is at right now. Do you think Tony Khan is cause it feels like they've been building something behind Swerve and beating Adam Page on a on a pay-per-view like WrestleDream feels like, you know, they, they they're trying to put the rock the rocket on somebody. Do you think they're gonna go that route and maybe try and get swerve after MJF at some point? Or are they gonna go? The, the, the go big or go home route and say boom well we got Edge once he you know finishes up this beef with him maybe start the new year with Edge gunning for MJF trying to teach him a lesson.
4: Mm. <sighs> I feel like I feel like you got to go the the Adam Copeland round mm. route for, I keep for now. Edge. Just I'm sorry I'm sorry Tony. I know, no I'm you're, sorry. no you're no gonna, you're, you're gonna get air, air horn horn over here. <laughs>
0: yeah his is that <laughs> horn is ass Brian. <laughs> I, I'll be uh, I'll be better by next week I hope. <laughs> I hope.
4: <laughs> no I think with I think you have to go the Adam Copeland route right now, simply because there's a there's a finite amount of time with him, right? Mm-hmm. Like Good again, point. he's 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 almost fifty. Swerve is the future of the entire company, right? Like mm. he's he's proven that over and over again. Like you have time to kind of let that marinate, and mm. it, he'll eventually be a world champion and the, the face of the company. But you have to kind of strike now. With with Adam Copeland because who know he even he kind of mentioned this where it's like am I going to be here a year am I going to be here two years I don't know we don't right? know how long
0: he signed
4: I I haven't seen any details on the on his deal I think it's yeah I I haven't seen anything but it, it's also I think like a an age thing too no
0: yeah 100%, right I, yeah I I
4: don't think he's going to be obviously you know they're going to run him out there as much as possible now but again we're we're all dudes of a certain age at this point and we're all hurting you know what I mean <laughs> so just yeah. to wake up and do a podcast and Facts. so I'm, can you just imagine Edge taking you know bumps right. from all from all these uh, from all these matches no you're um, right you're right so I feel like you gotta that's gotta be if, if in the, at least the short term right like get he could be a guy to take the title off MJF and again MJF can he can have a second run mm-hmm. as world champion like I- even if he loses yeah. the title now to Adam Copeland not the end of the world. He can get it back. He'll be he'll be a multiple time AW champion, um, yeah. or you know maybe maybe WWE in
0: twenty twenty four. Who I knows? Gonna, but, I was gonna say it's a war going on outside. You know, yeah, the two thousand
1: right ninety nine two thousand. You had Austin and Rock at the forefront, but you still had multiple contenders while you was building up the next one. Go back yeah. to uh, fully loaded two thousand where you had um you had Rock and Benoit, you had Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. And Undertaker, and you had Chris Jericho and um, Triple H. You know what I mean. So Mm -hmm. you can build this where you have Chris Christian and Adam Copeland being your you know your main eventers because that that don't have to be a long drawn out rivalry. The rivalry you can make it the conclusion, and then you have somebody like a Swerve Strickland coming up waiting, and then you know kind of being the ultimate opportunist in some way, shape, or form. You got MJF still trying to get the belt back. You still got Adam Cole. And I think if you build this and you stack your main event, it helps. So when you have in these shows, you can have, let's just say you got Copeland and Cage for the world title. And then number one contendership, you got MJF and Strickland. That's going to be a show I want to see. Because now it's like, okay, you can yeah. stakes. So there's so many ways you can do this. Do you, so
0: and we got to move on at some point, but so do you think they, cause like right now we're already getting Adam Copeland, Luchasaurus. I'm going to assume at some point soon, we're going to be getting Adam Copeland and Nick Wayne. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Full gear is next month. Do you think we're going to, I would, I would imagine that they may be angling for an Adam Copeland, Christian cage pay-per-view match at full gear. If, if this, if this is the, Initial program does that mean that what is it revolution could be when we could see Edge Edge and MJF like do you think they're do you think they're tracking it that fast to where by the top of twenty twenty four Edge could already be vying for that world title?
4: I, f- I feel like they have to mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. again knock on wood and you don't want to, but injuries happen in in professional <laughs> wrestling all the time right like yeah. what happens if you know you kind of make this whole. Uh, you, you have this whole announcement, this whole big debut and and then something happens like something unfortunate it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like you know when when all these college kids are deciding whether they declare for you know the pros you know, like, yeah. well they could come back but they might get hurt, you know what I mean facts. so facts. I feel like you gotta you gotta go now with, especially again, especially while everyone's buzzing about this about him jumping over mm-hmm. you gotta go. Uh, because it, it can wear off quick, right? Like even, even, even the punk situation. Like that debut it's, happens, monstrous, just huge ripple effects throughout the entire industry. But you know, eventually it just becomes like, hey, he's part of AEW. Now what?
0: And then and, he and got injured it. a couple times. So yeah, no, I mean, to right that point, yeah. So
4: it'll be. Uh, I think it's exci- it's an exciting time, and the fact that we we're even we can have like an actual conversation about like does that, does he fit? Does Adam Copeland fit? In the world title picture, it, it doesn't sound that ludicrous just because because of who he is now, right. who he's in a program with, and you know, I, you could see him and MJF. You could see you know Christian being a part of that yeah. um, that as well. Uh, honestly, I just I I really just want to see what your face would look like, Cal, if it was some sort of four way uh, with uh, Adam Copeland, Christian Cage and the Hardys for the world title I just want to see
0: I don't want to see, see that, <laughs> see that. So that's the thing and the problem is that match is like that, that match is like a Friday oh, it's night AEW rampage away from happening like I can see it happening but I no no
1: don't do it I would I love to I see don't. that
0: in 2024 just you want down to see light. you want to see Edge and I'm sorry Adam Copeland and Christian Cage take on the Hardys it's going to be in a, a TLC match
4: I'm sorry. It's gonna be in a TLC match. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I really just want to see it for your reaction. Right. I would just want to. I would just want to be... FaceTime you the entire time. You can do that. And we just watch. Just watch. Just watch you watch a match with your hands over your face. <laughs> it's it's my, it's my, it'd, it'd be fantastic. Enjoy the match. Wow. <laughs> it, it, it'll
0: it'll be broken, Matt Hardy for real. If you if you want <laughs> that to happen. it
4: will
0: just, just be Cal
4: loud exhaling for yes. uh, for five minutes. <laughs> It'll be fantastic. All right, we've we've got more of the show to get to, but before we get there, let's take a quick break.
2: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, Eligible items only.
3: Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, Get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details.
4: There it is. You heard the drop. It's time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Masked Man Show and Cheap Heats, as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well, because you're already subscribed to our wonderful feed here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. We get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time. We're going to respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, That Guy Greg, or Dip. And for today's edition of They Said What, we're going with our guy, our brother, Kaz, on the Masked Man Show, Brian H. Waters.
0: Play the clip. I would argue that NXT is more entertaining than SmackDown right now. Like if what? I had to, if I had the right, yes, I, I NXT think,
2: does not have the greatest of all time, John Cena on it.
0: John Cena is great. I love me some Cena. Don't mistake that. But you know, I think without the Tribal Chief and without mm-hmm. you know a. Uh, 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 as much as, as much as I love Jimmy pretending he's the Tribal Chief, I do think we're kind of in the epilogue of the Bloodline story right now, and it's not as the most important thing happening in the world as it was maybe two or three months ago. I think from sh- from bell to bell, NXT, if I had to rank them, I think it's Raw NXT SmackDown right now.
4: Yep. Okay. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, I've, I've heard a lot of Kaz hot takes Mm -hmm. I'm not I I think
0: this is a a medium take I I, I don't disagree with him no yeah I think he's I think he's got something here it's yeah well it kind of helps that we I mean being Wednesday worldwide we're we're stuck in the middle of where we're coming off of a great NXT show going into which should be a great dynamite show so I think we see a lot of that week to week but again and I, I, I literally said this not 20 minutes ago, going back to what I used to like when I grew up watching pro wrestling at that, that Saturday night World Championship Wrestling from NWA. This show feels like the best iteration of that in terms mm-hmm. of you're getting to, you're, you're getting to learn about everybody on the roster. It doesn't, like, where Rock is a three-hour show that sometimes feels like it's dragging about, like, in, in that hour 45, NXT it's, it's perfect. It's almost perfectly paced. There's, and there's, it's not like you're only getting a couple of story. Lines. There's a lot that goes on on those shows, especially if it's a wrestling lot. heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Each one yeah. of those matches is adding a little bit to the storyline. There's a, I don't, and I don't know if it's the Shawn Michaels of it. I don't know if it's just you know the new era in the way that they are approaching NXT in the main roster and how those things can kind of blend and blur at times. But there, the the way that pro wrestling is presented right now, I am I this this may be the most I am excited for a number of people to be in the main roster mix, and a lot of it's based off of how well they're being portrayed on Tuesday nights. Mm-mm.
4: I mean. Yes, and I think what they've done, especially recently, mm-hmm. um, is NXT's felt like a legit third show, yes. right? I mean, right in the grand scheme of WWE, it's developmental, right? That's that's kind of where you go to sharpen where you're, you, you got to graduate to the main roster from NXT, right? Mm-hmm. But again, with the, with the the amount of crossover that they've had, especially recently, again, it's it's felt like you know, raw Raw's the flagship. SmackDown kind of is uh, puts the bow on the whole week, and NXT feels like a legit show that you you want to tune in for, right? And it's obviously it's helped that you know Becky's been down there um, yes. recently. Yes. Obviously, the Judgment Day is all over mm-hmm. that joint. Um, you know, Baron Corbin's down there, so it, just, it they help legitimize you know what. Not legitimize. Legitimize is too strong a word. But it helps kind of put over the younger talent that's coming up. Mm -hmm. And again, it just makes them feel on a higher level than it would if it was just, you know, back when it was just kind of Braun Breaker doing his goody two-shoes bit. You know what I mean? (laughs) So... And and there's a whole other... I do want to talk about the SmackDown part of this thing, too, because Mm -hmm. I I have some thoughts there. But the the NXT aspect of this, they've just been putting on good shows. Mm -hmm. Just, Just Top to bottom for a while now, and it's. I think I think WWE is in a good spot. Period. But NXT has been especially good. Uh, just again, Tiffany Stratton's been a friggin' star over there. Oh my god! Um, and and you can just kind of Ilya Dragunov like Draganov, uh Mello was freaking fantastic. You got Trick Like the, it, I'm trying to remember the last time NXT felt this stack because for a while it felt like they were rebuilding. Yeah, right? they felt like a rebuilding team. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, oh, this girl is going to be on the main roster. This guy's going to be on the main roster. You know what I mean? It's we're we're at that point now. So it's it's really really exciting. And again, Kaz hit the nail on the head. Like this is it, it's more interesting. I, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. I don't know if it's better than SmackDown, but it's a thousand percent more interesting right now. Um, okay. And it, I, I, we'll talk about the SmackDown of it all, but Brian. With it and with NXT, mm-hmm. you know you you've been a big proponent of NXT for a, a while now too. What what's kind of the big thing that's that's exciting you the most with with the current storylines and the current product down in NXT?
1: Uh, the fact that the stories don't feel rushed. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like insert person here get them to here so they can go to the main roster. It feels like they want to like cook and simmer there. And I always say NXT is on USA Television, so it's a reason yeah. like. You, at the end of the day, you always got to bring eyeballs to that product. And I feel like that. It, it doesn't feel like ECW did on Tuesday nights back in the day, just kind of like a wrestling hangover yeah. show. It feels like must-see TV. Like, I'm I'm sitting there and I watch everybody just kind of go out there and put forth their best effort. And I think that's the reason why it seems like you don't have people. You have people like Becky Lynch who don't mind going down there and uh, mm-hmm. mixing in with the talent down there. Uh, and it, it, it's almost at the point where if they wanted to do like the Survivor Series bit outside of the world title part, but everything else would feel like, all right, I could see, you know, uh, Gunther, well, maybe, maybe not. Gunther's a, a whole different monster. Um, <laughs> but Ray Mysterio going against Dom, you know what I mean? Or even right. if it was Ray Mysterio and Trick. Or I could Mm -hmm. see Becky Lynch going up against Rhea, obviously, or um, um, EO Sky. So the thing is, like, it feels like a legitimate third show that can also on any given night have the best show out of the whole week. And that's what I love about it. Um, I do like eh, I I like SmackDown more. But maybe because I'm still enjoying and still eating the good part of this bloodline story and I see where it's going. But I also understand like it's not something where you pick up the phone or you get on your phone and start tweeting as you did six months ago. When something happened, you see Roman and uh, Jay do something. Oh my goodness. Did you see? It's not that but it's still like, wait, this is a slow burn. This is kind of like the cooling off period, but it's still, a, yes. it's still happening. It's, it's, if we're playing football, I know there's been a lot of comparisons to baseball, but if we're, if we're playing football, they're con they're running the ball. They're getting two or three yards at a time where before they was getting 10 yard runs and 30 yard passes. So, mm-hmm. but NXT right now, they they hitting some home runs, and that's what I yes. love about it because, again, Carmelo, Trick, we don't know which way this is going to go. We may think, okay, Melo's <laughs> going to turn or Trick is going to turn, but we really don't know. No um, idea,
0: yeah.
1: Dragging off. He's going out there just starting shit, <laughs> and that's what's funny. Uh, And then the women, you seeing... They mix, and that's where to me it has the most interesting women's division in all of professional yes. wrestling, as far as that's when, um, you know, the upper echelons of television sh- uh, channels, meaning WWE, AEW. Because, yeah, whether you're looking at Becky Lynch, whether you're looking at Roxanne, whether you're looking at Blair Davenport, a Keanu James but even Kalani Joy, you got the women's breakout tournament coming up, but then you also have the ones that's cooking. So I'm with Mm -hmm. it. NXT is entertaining. And um, I'm for it. I'm for being, you know, one of the more entertaining shows, but I'm not going to say like, it's consistently better than SmackDown or even Raw, but it's certainly in the mix where every week you can make an argument for it being the best show. So what would be...
4: Would we be having this conversation, or would Kaz even have this thought in his head if Roman Reigns was more regularly on TV? <laughs> that's a
0: good. No, that's a good point because I think uh, when, when, when the, the the time of this 2023 when the Bloodline was the storyline. There was no sto- no show that people were more in tune to um, the trial of Roman Reigns, all that stuff. I was I t- trial of Roman Reigns. I was out of town in a room full of like 15, 16 people and, and the alcohol was flowing. We were eating good. Shouts out to my, my people. But uh, everybody was watching that damn TV. Tri- and we're talking 30, 40 minutes. As they transfixed. should be. Like, As like they should be but right now and I I still watch smackdown shouts out to jimmy and solo holding it down for trying to terrorize everybody still with nobody else really there but it it's not hitting the same and while while it's in a kind of like a leveled off period it'll be popping up soon because roman's going supposed to be back by the end of the month but uh, while that's happening NXT is steady going up i mean we went through all this time in this podcast and someone had just mentioned Tiffany Stratton. When I talked, and, and, and we, before Wrestle Dream kind of reset everything with AEW and what that conversation was, Tiffany Stratton blew the roof off that arena, blew the roof off the internet. I have never seen people like collectively keep their eyes focused on one person that is putting on what feels like a star making performance and i'm not just talking she's amazing with her her flips and her her, her moon salts and everything but the way she did that springboard into the dasher board she's getting slammed on the ground she's getting slammed into barbies she's taking slams <laughs> on tables like she was i don't i was going to say doing the most but like she was really bringing it at a level that f- that felt like a main roster women's match. And and you're not get, you're certainly no disrespect. You're getting dope matches on SmackDown. You're not getting dope matches like that. And you're certainly not getting dope matches like that on some of the other promotions out there that have regular TV impact does their thing. Impact does their yeah. thing, but there's something about that women's division in NXT that it's both Got established women that can push them, and they've got a lot of women that look like stars, but they're also very young, and they're all still trying to figure out, you know, what's what's clicking. And it, it's it's a great mix of people. I think Shawn Michaels, you can't pat him on the back enough with, you know, it's what he's whatever he's been able to do to steer this ship and kind of make NXT feel like must see television again. I was gonna go to bed last night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I gotta see, I gotta see what Trick's gonna do. And I'm glad I did because A, I got to see how stacked they've got next week's show for that that uh that head-to-head uh Tuesday night with AEW, which I guess we'll talk about in a bit. But uh I also got to see how like like that that felt I, I felt bad because, you know, of my man Trick and what happened, but it, these these moments felt important. It felt like there's a reason why all oh, the Judgment Day had to come out there and make it happen. Like you you can't and and this is gonna play into something on SmackDown or probably play into something on Fastlane. You you really can't miss a lot. You have to go back and at least watch because stuff's gonna happen on NXT where it wasn't like that a year ago, five years ago. It wasn't TV that people tuned into like that now, and they've just made it work, and it's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it.
4: No, absolutely. And uh, to, to talk about the Trick thing real quick, I mean, mm. yes, he lost the title, but I think he's coming out of the thing looking strong as shit right now. Because it, it literally took four people to beat him for that title. Yes. So I think, you know, I think that it, ultimately it's probably the right decision with Dom having the title right now because Trick can get that back at some mm-hmm. point. Trick can move on to the NXT title, you oh, know, man. if you want. There's kind of that built-in tension with, with Dragunov.
0: Last week... And this is the beauty of NXT. Last week, I was booking. What would happen if Mello and Trick were both champions and had to do a champion versus champion? Mm, yeah,
4: a that week been nice. later,
0: neither of them have the gold, and, but it doesn't feel like. Of course, they both lost, but it doesn't feel like they're on the outs. Like we're just gotta again. No. Mello, Mello's probably going to be in one of the biggest matches of, of next week through all the pro wrestling on television, just in terms of the factors and the people that are going to be in, in the eyes that are going to be on it. Trick lost, but Trick is up. Did you see the crowd out there Ooh. again? They had signs that said "Whoop that Trick" look, with the WWE that logo on it. Like you know that that man is over like Rover. You can't you can't deny what NXT's doing for these people.
4: No, it's I mean, Trick Trick is a friggin' star, man. And and look, y- you mentioned next week. Next week's show is a freaking doozy. Holy shit! They do what they do. Uh, <laughs> let, let's just run through some of the just the names. That mm. are going to be on the show, <laughs> John Cena. Yes, you might have heard about him. Uh, we got Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. We got Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Hmm.
0: The hell's he doing?
4: Becky <laughs> Becky Lynch.
0: Yeah. Oscar. Oh yeah. Oscar Roxanne <laughs> Perez is going to be oops. that.
4: That's be a And this, this is just for a Tuesday. So initially,
0: <laughs> <laughs> initially,
1: initially,
4: initially, when I heard these names, I was like, "What is what is going on right now? Yeah. This is a." Uh, but to your point, I think uh, Cal, you, you mentioned it was like, is this a Ra- is this a SmackDown Raw Super Show that they're That's just going to put on? Like. But obviously they're they're going head to head with uh, with Dynamite, which is going to move a day earlier because uh, of the playoffs, uh, mm-hmm. the MLB playoffs. Right. This is again in terms of making this feel like a third show. This feels like a a third show. Oh. You know what I mean? And in the process, is just going to. Increase the amount of eyes that are that are, have are going to be on Carmelo Hayes and, and Braun Breaker. Like, like also the subtle, the subtle rub—not even not so subtle rub of Roman Reigns to Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, th- that's nuts. Yeah, you know, just I, two dudes, two dudes who love to spear. Uh, the, the, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's when
0: insane. Hey, when Heyman specifically said, I'm going to be in Braun Breaker's corner, like that, that feat, that means something. It's just, you know, what, what, is he? He can't be bloodline, right? Is he, he can't be bloodline. I mean,
4: uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Braun Breaker, you, you could even. I don't know how much you could stretch that he's familiarly related to Roman Reigns. That that that'd be wild. But the the already the image of that of Paul Heyman in one corner and John Cena in the other is going to be
0: so. I, I, Solo's got to at least roll with Heyman, right? Like he he can come back and uh oh you know, yeah and s- spit on the floor. I, I used to run this place or whatever he would want. to Yeah say.
4: yeah. But Booker. Booker T might put on a special performance <laughs> on on commentary. Man, it's Up it's gonna it. sound it's gonna sound nice. Uh, w- was there anything else about last night's show that stood out to you guys, or that that was a, a big highlight
1: aside from the uh, the trick match? Uh, <sighs> Kalani Jordan Good. getting that win in yes. the um, the breakout tournament. Uh, you know, she's mm-hmm. been somebody who's been with Dana Brooke, and unfortunately, yes. you know, Dana Brooke got released but you kind of saw, like, the support via social media. She had a, a match at No Mercy, and, mm. you know, she came up short. But I was looking, I was like, okay, this is going to be very important to see what lessons did she learn, you know? Right. How many lessons can you learn in a loss? And I felt like she went out there, did what she had to do, and she could be, you know, she's one of the favorites to win this. I
0: uh, I don't know what's going on, but I, is anybody booing for Roxanne Perez? You you need to go sit on timeout or something. I don't, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what she has done to piss y'all off. I don't know why y'all booing her. That's it, true. The, that, the, the th- and that's, it's one of the, I don't know what the boos were for. I, I got to go back and see if there was anything that triggered it. I I'd see a lot of people pissed off on the timeline, but uh, you got a real, the, the, the thing <laughs> that people forget is, I, like, I don't hear per- Roxanne Perez on the mic often. Mhm. Like you know like this, this there's a reason that you know this is a, it's still looked at as a developmental league like these performers still have to go out there and hit their repetition So they, so when it's time to be on the main roster and they have to have the stick in their hand they're not umming and on when when they need to be out there put cutting their promo so I don't know what the the the, the, the reasoning for that booing was but chill out.
1: Tell said Johnny too
0: chill
4: out. Is it <laughs> cut that for social Brian? <laughs> is is this like is this a little bit of a uh Braunbreaker breaker 1.0 situation with Roxanne? Like is she too nice are, are, are people just trying to turn her to the other side, get a little different Possibly, uh, angle at Roxanne?
0: I, I definitely um I would like to cuz I think Roxanne Perez feels like a uh, the talent that's going to can be around in the WWE for a while. You talk about someone that's start training with Booker T. It's so young. And, you know, she, her starting it because she's only what, 23, I believe she, she's fairly young, but she's got yeah. a lot of, uh, experience, but the potential is, is the key. And she just has to go out there and get her reps. Oh. in. but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, she's I, uh, 21. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 21. so 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- this is a, this is a, the, I don't want to say rookie, but, you know, it's, it's fairly, fairly early in her development, um, both as a as a uh, human being, but also as a as a as, as a WWE superstar. But, yeah, y'all chill. <laughs> y'all chill. Y'all chill. Let let, let her develop. She probably is probably good for her to be a heel. You know, maybe she could team up with Cora J to somebody like that and, you know, go back to wreaking havoc. I don't know. I don't know. I agree.
4: Cal, I appreciate using your dad voice to tell everyone to chill. They
0: better <laughs> chill out, they, cause that, that's the, don't 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 push out talent. The, 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 we're, we're at a time where sometimes it's hard to keep town in certain places. There's so many tribalism has got people pissed off, and as they want to renounce their childhood and whatnot. Don't push these people out, especially <laughs> people that could be the. the, the, the ch- I'm sorry, I apologize, <laughs> Adam Copeland. You know, don't push these people out because they could be your potential future stars. That that these are the women that are going to be building the uh, the 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 women's division in WWE over the next five ten years. So we'll let them cook, let them yeah. start to cook.
4: There we go. The PSA from my guy Cal. Also, just hearing the ages of Roxanne Perez and Nick Wayne, I mean, Mm. I usually don't feel that old, but then when you once you hear Roxanne Perez is 21. 21, yeah. Nick Nick Wayne is what, 18, Mm. 19? They're that that
1: good. They're that good, yeah. Exactly. Look, Booker T, Reality Wrestling, they Mm -hmm. coming. Check out Mia Friday. You know, somebody (laughs) like her, she's been cooking. You they've know? got a list yeah. they, their, 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 their
0: roster of people that they've turned over is, is is very strong yeah
1: so it's it's a lot you know we're gonna see you know there's a certain uh, publication that comes out and it's gonna have 200 women or 250 featured oh so yeah we're gonna that see should be coming soon yeah, yeah. what, what was a tease <laughs> This is
4: Brian. Brian's in the business. This is, this is some <laughs> Hollywood shit right yes, here, man. Ho-
1: <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know when you in the business and uh book yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Oh my
0: god. lives. to go. trick. He said thanks. Um. <laughs> uh, thanks um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: Classic. Oh. Did you, oh wait. Did you y'all right, hear last just, night they redid the whoop that trick uh chance during the main event. They like, what you mean they, they I, mean, Man, them. I can't recall it exactly how they did, but I was sitting there, I was like, no, just leave it the way it supposed to go. Oh, uh, man, no, I gotta find they, it. But yeah, go back and watch the main event, and they just, they made it. i watch. Yeah, I'll go back. More like a sports chant as opposed to uh, oh, the. Oh, no. That. Oh, Yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, I was like, come on. Look that trick. I, Look that trick. It felt very gentrified. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. That, no, but that's the thing. And, Keep, that I've had, Keep that I've in. Keep that in. I've had that question before because the source of Whoop that trick, I understand what's going on. I understand what, you know, how they use it and everything, but not even talking about like, you know, what the term is actually used for in Hustle and Flow. Right. But it was like when you use the term, it I wouldn't be it doesn't sound like something I would be chanting for someone to go beat. So like whooping that trick is you whooping the trick like I, I don't think that <laughs> like I would sound like that would be somebody chanting for trick Williams to get beat up right not for trick Williams to do the beating up
4: right but I'll say this the the way that the WWE universe is using whoop that trick I appreciate more than the, how the Memphis Grizzlies used it that's right Memphis <laughs> I'm coming mm-hmm. I'm coming for you no I'm kidding please please don't come at me uh I'm with, I'm mad with respect <laughs> I'm uh with we just went heavy on the NXT mm-hmm. stuff but it's Rightfully
1: so. Yeah, a, a lot you know, is cooked. Wrote into the uh, mailbag said we don't do enough. So are you happy now?
0: Yeah. There, happy.
1: Happy. there it is. <laughs> <Something>. We watching. <laughs> we just, just, so, we just, just so it's
0: clear, we are watching.
4: That was a firm thirty. That was a firm thirty on NXT. <laughs> uh, let's let's skip ahead. Let's look at tonight's AEW Dynamite. Mm. Uh, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most, Brian H. Waters? Kick it off for us. What do you got?
1: Um. I wanna see what this junk buck surprise is gonna be. Uh no, scratch that. Scratch that. Um I, I wanna see this Jericho and Omega team match. You know, teaming up to go against mm. Takeshita and uh Sammy G. Let, let's see, let's see the chemistry. Let's see how that go.
0: Here y'all go. Girl.
1: I'm with that. Cal, what do
0: you have? Uh I wanna see what Adam Copeland's got to say. <laughs> I, 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 I need to Sam. I need to know. Obviously, he's going to cut a promo to the fans, but I, I need to know what, 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 where are you going? What, what path are you trying to take right now?
4: That's going to be him on the mic. Is going to be fantastic. Does I, he I think he's going to be. Oh. Does he open the show? CM Punk o- did,
0: the first dance. Was that CM Punk opening the show? Mm-hmm.
4: The very first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's their four-year anniversary show. They they got to kick it off with. I think they're going to kick it off with that.
1: It would make sense. Let me ask y'all you this. Right? Just, <laughs> I was sitting there Saturday night. No, Sunday mm-hmm. night. I mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy, Brandon. I called him. And it felt like after the debut, it felt like old times because back when something big would happen in wrestling after the pay-per-view, pick up the phone. Yo, did you see this? Thing? And yeah, I yeah. said to him, as much as I enjoy the post-pressers, this is probably one I kind of wish it wasn't one for. And one the reason right. why, because I would have wanted to see Adam Copeland's first time behind the AEW microphone in front of a live crowd rather than journalists asking him questions. And I wonder what do y'all think about that?
4: That's a, that's a great point. I mean, especially because he had just come out and they immediately pulled the curtain back Yeah, and he's, you know, like I, I, I was kind of leaving the allure of Adam Copeland the character. Like, who is that? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, we all know Edge the character. You can airhorn me if you want, but I was referring <laughs> to Ed- <laughs> Edge the character. <laughs> uh, she, she, yeah, there, there it is. There it is. I'm honored. Uh, but yeah, now that because we saw Adam Copeland, the dude, mm-hmm. the man, just you know talk about you know life and and all that stuff, and, and I, I guess I would have liked to not have that curtain peeled back and just kind of see what he was gonna say here because he'll have future pressers to mm-hmm. kind of do his thing back then right. and, and have people ask him because like those those pressers and those quotes, they you know, they do their thing on social media. But in this case might have been more effective to just save it for uh, for this one, especially with with it being an anniversary show. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: for kind you, of yeah. save
4: save what you got uh in the, in this case you know Cal, yeah. i if you feel the same or not
0: well i i hear you i but i i, I keep thinking cuz whenever i whenever i look at where i'm supposed to be wrong about AEW people i have to remember that uh it's they're, they're really a they're an alternative to pro wrestling that's out there and b they're really looking towards their fans and i think one of their strong suits I, I feel I feel like there was news that WWE is not going to be doing as many scrums I want to say that that was maybe after SummerSlam or something like that they were going to cut the number of those I think part of the AEW package is just you know the curtain's dr- pulled back a little bit like what what happens mm. on t- what happens on the show is the show and they're not going to discredit the show in interviews at all but mm-hmm. Th- there because you got to remember we're WWE everything was kayfabe
1: yeah Twitter sure. was
0: kayfabe everything yeah. was kayfabe shouts out to Merriam-Webster um we're now at a point <laughs> with with a where AEW like the EVPs have a uh, a breaking kayfabe-ish YouTube show that's done every week they had AEW All Access where they were very open where, where like when the young bucks on the on screen were different than Matt and Nick backstage, looking at the uh, back in gorilla, you know, talking to people about matches and stuff. Like I think they, they walk, a, a, it's easier for them to take that hat off and talk about the business. It seems more freely than WWE has been in the past, especially, you know, in in the way they it. But I think, I think that may just come with the territory. I'm not the biggest fan of it because like Ben said, I would love, I think we're conditioned to the announcement happens, somebody joins, and then on that next show we're gonna, you know, mm-hmm. get what's going on with them. That's kind of why I'm anticipating this episode tonight. But things are changing. I think that's just kind of how AEW operates.
4: Yeah, it'll be. Uh, I'm still looking forward to it. I still want to see what he says. Right. And uh, there, there's a lot to unpack there. But guys, that's how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, That Guy, Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide smack dab in the middle on, of course, Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials.
0: Uh, you can find me at CalDub on Instagram and threads at Cal on Twitter, but it's not about me. Brian H. Waters, where are you at and where we at? All
1: right, so y'all can follow me at Brian H. Waters on X. We call it Twitter. Um, <laughs> Instagram threads. Twitter for life. For life. And um <laughs> make sure y'all follow Ringer Wrestling. Ben was at Monday Night Raw this past week. Yes, so he was. there is some it exclusive was. TikToks. So you may want to check those out. Uh right from his seat from the eyes of the man they call Cruise Control himself. So make sure nice. y'all check that out. Um follow us on Threads, follow us on X, Twitter. Uh, Instagram, Instagram been popping lately. Uh, shout yeah. out to everybody here on the Ringer Wrestling show network. And Lil Birdie tells me we're not done yet. Oh, mm. well, we've we got some stuff cooking. <laughs> Guys, that, that's,
4: that's all I'll say. Uh, but follow me at Cruise Controls, Control Decay. As Brian said, uh, Twitter, threads, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. But most importantly, at Ring of Wrestling, because that's that's really where it's at. That's where the heat is, and I th- we again. I think we got some more heat coming uh, this week. That's uh, that's that's kind of where I'll leave it. Thank you very much to Brian Hollywood Waters for producing today's episode, making us sound better than we should, gentlemen. Thank you as always for the graps chats. Everyone else, we will catch you next week worldwide.